Good morning, everybody. Let's see if we're live. I'm in a very good mood. Uh, even though my goat's giving me a lot of issues still, but that's fine. I've learned to deal with it. I almost killed the little fucker yesterday, but Amy talked me out of it. Uh, he jumped over the fence to all the female goats, and he's four months old, so technically he could impregnate them, but he's so little that he can't get his wean up there. And Amy was like, it's the first time he's away from his mother. He's really, and I'm like, he might just have to go. Still doing a stream with Rebumper. Yeah, but I didn't, and I'm going to try and figure it out. And worst case scenario, I just try and sell him or something. But uh, still a pain in my ass. All right, so today we're going to talk about uh, my recent Twitter stuff. I was explaining to Twitter what politics is. And uh, also the whole Sharia law thing, which uh, I like to move the Overton window. When the conservatives are like, I'm not going to drink Bud Light because of the tranny on it. I'm going to drink Sam Adams that still has a guy with a wig on it. I just, I just don't uh, play those games at all. So uh, I've been kind of moving the Overton window the other way. I know my hair looks a little spiky and weird. I was just wearing a, just wearing a hat. But we also got a new, a new prop. So I don't know what we're going to use this for. It could be when someone gets banned for life. You've been banned for life. <laughs> or if somebody gets uh, put in the gravy tank. Hey, look, or what if when we see someone who, when there's no super chats, God, is there a super chat? Oh, I only have one letter today. That's true, I do. Like when I'm bummed, when there's, do we not have any super chats today, Kyneton? Um, yeah, it's, uh, oh, and the funniest part is Cod was like, because afterwards, sometimes I like to touch base with Cod about the day before. And I asked him, you know, I was like, so, uh, you know, was I, I always say like, was I too crazy or was I too much of a dick? And he said that yesterday we had the most super chats of April so far. And I was just yelling at everybody. So, uh, I guess I'm financially incentivized to be a real asshole. I'm just kidding around. I just do whatever I actually feel. Are we still live? Oh, here we do. We have super chats. Nice. <laughs> yeah, when I say, uh, hang on, is Jacobat here? Hey, look, it's Jacobat. No go at headbutts today, BB. Yeah, I feel great. I feel great today. When Weiss shows up, that's a good one. Or any Jew, Yogi Bear. Hey, look, it's Yogi Bear. They're trying to hurt me. Yeah, uh, a major Holocaust survivor, quote unquote, has admitted it was all it was all fake. So we'll talk about that. His last name is actually Hurt. Like they're trying to hurt me. Adam Sandler almost bites a giant's cock. Jacobat has a new uh, sketch that's funny. Uh, the world's not actually changing. A great cartoon to illustrate what needs to happen. Going back and looking at the monkey bar terrorists from 2001. Uh, birth rate. We're going to talk about birth rate. Uh, uh, Scott Adams commented on one of my tweets. I thought it was really funny. I'm, I'm not anti Scott Adams, by the way, even when I was making fun of him, it was just cause he was, he was so like into the COVID stuff and he was being such a little prick, but, uh, I root for the guy. I, I, I 
Here's the funniest part. I've always liked bald guys. Like guys that are like completely fucking bald. I, I just feel like they're very aerodynamic and they can, uh, they're usually, yeah, uh, Scott Adams the cuck. Well, if you look out your window, I mean, the world's pretty full of cucks. So it's kind of like saying obese at this point. It's not really, it's so standard for men to cuck now. And I, I don't accept it. I mean, Amy's, you know, she's always accompanied by a man, even at the grocery store. But I get it. Hey, look, Jackalbat's here. <laughs> Scott Adams was cool before COVID. I think he's getting kind of cool again. He like commented about something. He, the fact he comments on my tweets is really funny. I gotta like it. Simultaneous sip or some stuff. No, it's actually uh, hypnotism, which is pretty, which is homo stuff. Anyway, moving on. So what else do I got? Yeah, the the Hala hoax is in full effect. And big news, you can get your tickets right now, ladies and gentlemen, at BertariaTimes.events. Let me see. BertariaTimes.events. The 2023 Bertaria Times National Festival tickets now open Labor Day weekend, September 1st to the 3rd. We're pleased to announce the second annual Bertaria Times National Festival hosted by Missouri-based events management company on over 150 acres. Buy tickets now, event details. The festival will be located in the Ozarks and will consist of three days and two nights of camping, bonfires, games, and a conference from experienced professionals in the area of homesteading, homeschooling, and community building. The fullness of the event details are still in the planning stages and updates will be given depending on ticket sales and attendance. Featuring music, uh, vendors, workshops, we're, so, uh, we're working on securing experienced speakers, musicians, and planned events for teams and more. Buy tickets now. And the big event that I'm really uh, excited about, and it's 80 bucks for the weekend. And uh, all children 13 and under are free. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. You can also donate for us to buy more land, event info, yada, yada. So thank you guys so much for all the hard work that went into this website uh, Clayton, you know, uh, Buzz Killington, everybody that worked hard on this. I really, really appreciate it begins. All right. So location, Texas County, Missouri, exact address will be emailed to ticket holders in a few weeks before the event. Oh, and we, we will be sending out emails to all the donors because if you donated 400 bucks, you got a ticket and you will get, um, I hate to use words like VIP cause it feels like I have to super chat myself, but there will be, uh, uh, benefits to being a donor for life with this land and the events. Uh, there will be no RV hookup, simple boondocking only, but uh, by bringing a vehicle, you should understand that in the event of heavy rain and parking on grass or dirt slope, your vehicle may need to be pulled out, which we can assist you. In purchasing a ticket, uh, you should make sure that you use correct email and correct name. Your name is bound to your ticket and your ticket number. All right, you must show ID to enter, and the ID much, must match the ticket. When purchasing a ticket, you will receive an email that you should print out. You should keep your ticket number, blah, blah. All right. When arriving in the event, you will be asked to show your ticket. All right, this is just uh, some good stuff. So additional children under 13 cost $0 to promote. Uh, carpooling, we have a $5 per car or truck charge. 
This event will be RV trailer friendly, which will come with a cost of $10 for an RV or $15 for a truck trailer combo. A state tax of $4 and 4.225% will be added to all purchases. All right. I thought we said no slope, says Coddington. Oh boy, Coddington. Shit. But the big deal for this, for me, and I'm already thinking about it, is I'm recording my next hour special there in a tent. And I uh, posted that on Twitter. I'm going to be reading some stuff here. Let me get my, my Twitter. Tickets are live for Labor Day Weekend Festival. Going to be stand-up. I'm doing stand-up for the first time in over three years, and I'm going to record a new special called Noble Savage. BertariaTimes.events going to be on the Missouri private land. We crowdfunded Bring the Family and Camp. But um, before I want it, I uh, started really heavily talking about what the government actually is. Uh, we'll talk about that there's nothing wrong with sexism. Turns out the Taliban that I thought was based on, on Twitter is completely full of shit. I called them out, and, he, and he's kind of backtracking now. All right, where is it? Uh, where is that thing? Oh, and I also want to talk about how it's very weird that Donald Trump dyes his hair yellow. There's only three guys I've seen over 70 dye their hair that color, and that's Donald Trump, Ric Flair, and Jimmy Savile. Okay? <laughs> okay, Bambi? Okay, so I said, I will never forget that all the comedy clubs required masks and the ones in Los Angeles required vaccine cards. You will never be a comedy club again no matter what you tell yourself. And you can't control or stop comedy any more than a church can control or stop God. The days of the middlemen are ending. My next special will be recorded on our land with no debt in a tent with people I trust. And it will be better than anything on Netflix. When it mattered, you all took the money over the truth. You aren't comedians no matter what the little men with the little suits and the little hats tell you. All right. So we will be recording uh, the new special, and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be the first time I set foot on a stage, with the exception of that one Republican thing I did in Spokane. I'm not counting that. In almost four years. I'm going to try and get a lighting guy. We got to work with, uh, we got to like figure out a team. Adam's going to be doing it, but I really want it to look good. It's going to be in a tent. Hey, Kyneton. It's going to be intense. Okay, this is what I wrote about the mass thing. This is the, uh, the tweet that Scott Adams responded to. So it says, A new study has found there is no evidence that mass included the so-called high-quality mass, such as N95, protect the vulnerable from COVID. So I wrote, yeah, no shit. I never wore a mask even when strangers screamed at me in public. My response was always, master for criminals and perverts, which one are you? They will never apologize. They'll all pretend it was completely normal to not allow people to see their parents as they died, to send CPS to my house and kick me off platforms for trying to, quote unquote, get people killed. It's very freeing when you realize your fate is not connected to them. They can't make you do anything. I was never even tempted to wear a mask, even when me and my family were the only people in a store not wearing one. It was during that time that I felt a lot of camaraderie with the Muslims because I now knew what it felt like 
to be seen as a terrorist for simply not being afraid or insane. I also learned that if you just stay calm, smile, and look at them like they know not what they do and just keep living, no one can make you do anything. This world is a haunted house and the ghouls are not allowed to touch you. And then Scott Adams said, you interpret the story as saying masks do not work. The story only says science doesn't work. And I said, masks work at covering your face. Okay. Uh, peace be upon Mr. Scott Adams. So that was what I had to say about that. And then it's funny how everybody now didn't wear a mask. Like the whole comment section was like, I never wear a mask. Bullshit. It's the same as the Iraq war. Like now everyone was against Iraq war. No. At the time, a lot of people were for the Iraq war, including myself. I have no problem. Um, I have no, uh, the CPS thing was over the COVID thing. It was one of the things that uh, encouraged people to, it doesn't matter. We're moving on. Uh, what was I just talking about? Oh yeah, however, no one wore a mask now, even though it's total horseshit. So, uh, oh yeah, this is a funny one, Amy the Legend. I'll play this one for you. This was during the lockdowns. And again, I'm not even blaming Trump, because I... I was going, I was really hammering the Trump thing on Twitter, but it would have happened no matter what. I'll explain. So this is my wife's story. Tell that story you just told me. So I was at the grocery store this morning and uh, some lady, I had all three kids with me and a lady just with a mask was like, where's your mask? She was a customer <laughs> and I didn't hear her at first and I didn't really understand her. And then she was like, but seriously, and then I just told her to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she just said shut up and walked away. Yes. That's such a good response. I wish I had done better. No, no, shut up is perfect. <laughs> okay. You literally, so, so she said, me, me, and you yeah. just, and you just and, went, shut up. Yeah, because at first I really didn't understand her or like hear her because I was just, you know, it's, her, her mouth is covered, elsewhere. yeah. And so I, I just kind of smiled and kept walking and then she was like, but seriously. <laughs> That's awesome, you're a champ. Uh, yeah, I remember all of it now, and I remember how few people actually did anything. But it's fine. It would have happened anyway. It all had to do with the banking system, and I'll get to that. I understand it. I understand it a lot more now than I did at the time. Uh, Mestizas don't play. Great job. Yeah, they don't play. They don't play. And it's and she just like really kept it chill. She's just like, shut up. It's great. I was sold, uh, hang on, where is it? That's the cartoon. Did I get it backwards? Hang on, where is it? I was sold the Iraq War. Did I not get the fucking monkey bar? Oh, no. Because of stuff like this. Okay? I, I really was. And I know what it's like to have an unconscious mind. And that's why I have a lot of sympathy for it. It's not like I don't understand it. So, hang on. Where did I, did I talk about the, the monkey bars? I said, uh, remember the event in 2001 when the news showed us guys with ninja masks and monkey bars? Monkey bars. <laughs> Looking back, that's so fucking stupid. It's logical to question every single historical event unless you personally know someone you trust who witnessed it. And then I, and then I posted this. Remember when they showed us these guys and said they were a threat to America? It's literally a child's monkey bars. The moon landing is even dumber. It really is incredible that an unconscious mind, myself included, doesn't question this horse shit. I, I literally saw that when it happened. 
Just admit it. There's no shame in it, guys. There's no shame in even the fact you took a vaccine. Just start drinking raw milk, get healthier, like fucking fix it. We all have fallen for shit. They showed me guys in ninja masks in the desert with monkey bars. And I was like, yeah, man, we got to we got to stop them for the freedom. It's looking back. It's unbelievably stupid. Gonzalo, of course, brings up the moon landing in today's stream. Yeah, he's kind of jumped the shark a little bit. Uh, it's fine. I mean, I, I, he's kind of funny, but his prediction that everybody was going to freeze in Germany didn't come true. And he never... The thing that I always look for is do people make amends for when they're that wrong? Uh, were they like, yeah, I was totally wrong about that. My bad. He, was also, he also thinks that, they, that people played golf on the moon. It's crazy. But I do find him funny, and I think he's a better source of information than... Uh, a lot of mainstream, but the reason even the Duran, I don't really listen to that stuff as much as I was like four months ago because they always have the same opinion on everything. Like the, you, I, I usually stop listening to people and you could say that about me, like, oh, Owen's going to call somebody gay and saying, right? Okay. Well, you never know what you're going to get with me. He's a bit full of himself, Gonzalo. Yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not against that. Vox Day's full of himself. I love him. But uh, like just being full of yourself, I'm not going to hold that against you. I actually find it quite endearing. It's funny to me. But you better perform. If you're full of yourself, you better fucking, uh, you better hit those jumpers. You know? Even Paul Romano is doomy as heck. Yeah, but I, I, li I like Paul. I like Paul. I'm not going to. I like his doom. I'll be listening to Paul and Paul's like, because he's not wrong. I mean, the system is going to collapse and it's demonic. And there's really nothing you can do about it. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, sometimes, Paul, it's like having somebody read the news. It's like if Eeyore did the news. That's how I view Paul Romano, where he's just like, Hey, Piglet, somebody took my tail. And I like it. I relate to uh, Omega Doomers. That's why I kind of like uh, Jackalbat. Just like, you know, someone that just doesn't fit in, lives in his little shed. I like those people, which is funny. All right, guaranteed to laugh and learn something in every BB stream. Yeah, it's like, uh, I just, if everything is about Biden causing all these problems in the world and the West is so stupid and Putin's so great and and don't get me wrong, like the, the, the West is not analyzing the situation properly in the media. Like the Ukraine war is obviously, um, is obviously not being, reported on properly or the causes or any of that. But if you're still stuck in the political drama, you become very uninteresting because it's like, do you think Joe Biden is doing things? You can't have it both ways. The left did that with Trump, where they said he was this big evil genius mastermind and a total buffoon at the same time. You can't have it both ways. The, the right wing does that with Biden, where they're like, Okay, he has, he's senile with dementia and poops his pants, and he's causing all these problems. No. I was absolutely rolling when you realized you were mad at your goats. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I was, so I took it on myself yesterday to educate Twitter on what politics actually is. You know, it's, it's, all right, so I'll just read that, and then I'll read Super Chats and show you more stuff. Because I keep seeing people not understanding it. I said, voting would matter if you could vote for the chairman of the Fed. 
You can't. So just enjoy orange man yellow hair against pervy poopy pants. It literally doesn't matter at all. I doubt they even count the votes. This is not a black pill. I'm one of the happiest, most fulfilled people I know. They don't matter. And then someone said the working class got a boost in income for the first time in decades due to the orange man. It matters to poor people who's in office. I said, no, it was actually the largest wealth transfer from the poor to the rich to re in recorded history. I misspelled it. Felt like a boost briefly, but that was just the cheese to get the mouse to bite. Uh, but it doesn't matter. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain why it doesn't matter. I said, voting for president is like voting for a regional manager of Best Buy. It will not change the policy of Best Buy. The financial system completely controls the political system. All politics is a puppet show like these guys. You know how I do my little puppet show? Bitch, why are you always running your bitch mouth? Man, I run my mouth because you don't, you don't get me nice things. My, my sister, Chantrell, gets Gavassier from Tyrone. Tyrone's in a gang, bitch. Okay, so you know how I do a puppet show? Uh, that's all. Politics is just a puppet show. They hire, they, they see who will believe a character. That's why voting matters so much for the, uh, the uh, bankers because they need you to believe in the narrative. And I'm not totally against it either. Here's the thing. I'm not totally, like I'm starting to, my uh, opinion is maturing a little bit here. I'm not going to go along with any nonsense. I'm not going to uh, recite lies. I'm not going to emotionally invest in the puppet show. But like, you know, without the system, what would pe most people do? They'd probably just die, which would suck. Okay, your morality and spending habits, the number of children you have actually affects the financial system. Politics do not. Voting is like choosing which actor you want to read the script. Trump versus Biden may as well be Dog the Bounty Hunter against a dog, like an actual dog. And then I said, uh, and then it, uh, I said, I feel like Gruff the Crime Dog was a pervert. Hey, honey, the cops are here. It's a naked dog in a trench coat. And I just thought that was funny. Okay, where is, uh, and then someone says, can you seriously not see the difference in the country from when Trump was president to now? I said in 2015, there was almost zero censorship online. The idea of trans children had not been normalized and no one had ever witnessed a prison lockdown of society or a Project Warp Speed where Trump was the father of the vaccine, which rushed a bunch of horrifying shit to millions of trusting people. He also did not build a wall, imprison Hillary, drain the swamp, or do anything he promised. He oversaw the implementation of red flag laws for the first time in American history a bump stock ban and created a circus that broke a lot of people's minds. I'm guessing including yours. Trust the plan, deep state, Hillary, all horseshit. But then I followed that up with, by the way, I'm not blaming the lockdowns or LGBT agenda or anything on Trump. I'm saying the president does not do anything. The Fed needed a squeeze of the economy to lower consumption or it was going to crash in 2019. Conveniently, a pandemic narrative hit to shut down commerce and inject tons of stimulus into the economy. If my dog George was president, the exact same thing would have happened. People vote to show trust in an actor that can bring about these financial scripts. I'm not even saying it's all bad. I do not want the system to collapse. I just also won't pretend the president does anything. Trump or Biden is the press secretary for the Fed. 
and acts out the necessary script to keep the dollar going. I want the dollar to keep going. It's fine. But it's getting so obvious. Biden has literally no idea where he is and people still act like he's doing things. Okay? It's not a reality at all. And so when people vote, they're saying, like, they needed Trump to do COVID. If Hillary Clinton had said, stay home, put on a mask, shut down your business, nobody would have. They, they required a trusting right wing. Okay, so that's all the president does is the, okay, like there is evidence, there is recorded evidence that uh, the Federal Reserve bankers choose every cabinet. Every cabinet is chosen by the Fed. So they say, great job, Obama, here's your cabinet. Great job, Trump, here's your cabinet. These are the Goldman Sachs executives that will be managing America, which is okay. It is what it is. So then I said, I'm very pro-America. I tweet these things to motivate you to strengthen our roots, which is family, productivity, and trust. Collective belief in obvious lies destroys trust on a subconscious level. The family is why men work and, and women feel purpose. Production is proof of morality and the building blocks of nation's wealth. America will succeed, but it has to focus on the roots, and it's a personal journey. And then someone said, So, I hear you're no longer Christian. I said, Did you hear that from your flaming youth pastor that wants to play you Coldplay on his guitar? I'm just, you know, that's the new narrative. It's, oh, Owen hates us. Owen hates Christians. You guys just sound like a bunch of Jews. This is the new narrative. Owen's attacking me because I'm Christian. No, it's because you don't have any uh, backbone. Like, I stopped giving a fuck about what Comedy Central and the improvs and all these people thought of me when they wouldn't make fun of Caitlin, when they, when they closed during COVID. Okay, I feel the same way about churches. I don't care what you have to say. You've lost your ability to uh, hold court when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, moral superiority. And so then I posted this cartoon. And again, I'll explain what I'm saying about Sharia. It's not even about religion. Religion is important because it's the metaphysical claim on law and laws govern uh, society. You can't, I know it's very tempting to sit around and say, uh, we'll just all reason our way into good stuff. No, it never happens. There's never been a example of that in human history where that's ever happened. Even a Genghis Khan, uh, whoever he may have been, or any of these warlords or whoever, they, they make a metaphysical claim that they have the manifest destiny, the right to conquer, the right to have law. And that's always the case. And so that's why you look to religion as the backbone of a set of laws. The laws protect the family unit and allow a civilization to exist. Without that, you just descend into madness, in my opinion. Because for me, it's not very emotional. It's not like, I, I, I don't know, it's just not, it's more utilitarian in a sense, which sounds probably cold, but whatever. Pakistan could use Sharia instead of LGBT education. They have brick furnace slaves, allegedly. I don't know what brick furnace slaves means. But yeah, just look at the set of laws. And it doesn't mean, it's like, oh, well, Muhammad is not my guy. Okay, man, whatever. Here's the American family. As you can see, it's a bunch of kids. Plus contraception. Less kids. Plus abortion. One kid. Plus divorce. No woman. Plus gay marriage. There's two guys. 
equals confusion. I think I'm a girl, and that's all she wrote. Your uh, nation is now over. And I'm telling people about birth rates. So I said, whatever group has more kids wins. You can pretend that you philosophized your way into a life of zero to one kids and lots of vacations and experiences. Well, all those people who have four to eight kids in two generations, that's now your country. Demographics are destiny. And all those quote unquote oppressive laws and traditions are what will ensure they win and you lose. And no one will remember you. No one will remember your way of life. No one will remember what you did. You will be Carthage. Because you thought you could make a baby in an anus. And you can't. No matter how many blogs you write about it. Because as I was talking about Sharia on uh, Twitter, people were like, Oh, you don't want to be in the ghettos where the other women, the men pray three times a day and the women are all covered up. It's really disgusting there. And don't you know? And I'm like, Those, that's now England. They, in, in one or two generations, that's England. You, you will, you know, if you think in terms of generation and not in terms of like this month or next week, you know, I, I see like all these commentators like Sargon of Akkad and all these people in England like, oh, can you believe the left? Where's your children? Oh, the left, where are your children? Okay. Oh, can you believe mass immigration? Okay, well... They're procreating and having large families. And you're saying that they're sexist and bigoted and racist and all that. There's nothing wrong with being sexist or racist or bigoted. I uh, brought that up on Twitter as well because I saw uh, Mr. Elon Musk. Mr. Elon Musk had this uh, really funny conversation between him and a BBC reporter. And he, he did nail the reporter. It was really cool. But they were both debating about, you know... Because the, the reporter was like, oh, there's sexist tweets. And Elon was like, name one. And he couldn't name one. And everyone's like, oh, got him. I took it a step further and said sexism isn't bad. I said, there's nothing wrong with sexism. Men and women are different and should be treated differently. A dude in a woman's bathroom is the logical conclusion to a world that thinks sexism is bad. Racism is not bad. Bigotry is not bad. Prejudice is not bad. I'll explain. Protecting women from male predators is the definition of sexism. Sexism is good. Prejudice is pattern recognition. Sexism is chivalry. Intolerant means you have a high standard. All of the modern insults in the upside down are actually compliments in the right side up. So when people say, oh, oppression, oppression, freedom is actual slavery. And then I also said this. Isn't this fun? And guys, I'm getting a lot of impressions. People are reading this shit. I said, um, are you guys enjoying this? Or I'm just like reading, but I'm just kind of going through stuff. I think it's, I use this now as like my notepad. Um, Daff says, Scott. All right, cool. A funny little inversion. More men support abortion than women. And more women support modesty codes than men. Isn't that interesting? The spell of women's rights is false. Men are the ones that typically want to stare at strange tits in public and have the right to avoid paternal responsibility after they squirt. Isn't that funny? Women would much rather have a society that has decency codes because it's almost like doping in 
cycling. If one dopes, then everybody has to dope. That's why women dress like whores. Because if one dresses more like a whore, she will get more attention from the alpha male that women are competing towards. Do you understand how this works? If one woman gets to dress like a whore and gets that advantage, just like doping and cycling, then the next guy has to dope and cycling. That's why women are on a race to the bottom to who can degrade themselves uh, faster. If all women were forced to cover up, then, uh, then that wouldn't be the case and women would actually be significantly happier because they don't, they don't want to dress like whores. They're doing it because they're competing with women that dress like whores. Okay? It's really obvious, guys. Little known fact, women don't actually fantasize about being 40, in debt, with an office job, childless, and coping using drugs and alcohol. A woman's value is with her family. Freedom is actually slavery. Okay? I'm just dropping bomb after bomb after bomb on Twitter. And then people are like, but, but so you hate Christians? I'm like, listen, if you want to drink a, drink a cup of warm fucking wine blood and eat a cracker and listen to Coldplay and stroke each other about how fucking saved you are, go ahead. You're being replaced. All right? And the, this is why it matters. This is why I talk about religion because religion's the, the root of the claim on law. My next bomb. Religion is the metaphysical claim on the laws that govern a society. The laws and genetic stock, which are important, are what determine the wealth of a society. Usury and sodomy destroy a nation more efficiently and effectively than all the bombs in the world. Usury-based currency destroys the financial wealth of a nation, and sodomy destroys the labor force, the family, the stock. The actual stock market is human stock. What sets of laws build the stock and what destroys it? Just something to ponder. And then uh, I discussed uh, Sharia. The Sharia countries are the same groups of people. The family is the root of the tree of a nation. All laws should protect the economic ability of the father. Sharia sound money. The elimination of public sin in the public square and eliminate financial incentives for divorce, abortion, and degeneracy. Christian churches will play you Coldplay and make you feel great about yourself as you eat a cracker and drink some warm piss. Assuming they aren't closed for a year because of Trump's CARE Act, PPP loans, and a bizarre atheistic idol worship of science. That's reality. You can bicker all you want, but it's the truth. And then... Uh, People say pedastry and homosexuality are everywhere in Muslim countries. It is not different than the Catholic Church, Sharia this, Sharia that. Dude, every religion, people, no, no, no. So I responded, I'm talking about laws. Fornication, usury, sodomy are all illegal. What people do is their problem, but I'm referring to the legal setup of prosperous nations. That's it. It's, you cannot cure sin with law. You cannot eliminate anything like that with a law. What you can do is keep the public square clean so that if some of your citizens choose to live a good life and not expose their children to hell, they can do that. If you have private clubs in Dubai where everyone's getting their ear fucked by a midget painted in gold, that's your choice. The, the reason I'm saying this is someone goes, I went to a Sharia country and I wasn't even allowed to kiss my wife in public, as you should not. The sodomy laws also apply to heterosexuals. There's no public sex 
There's no public sin. If you want to be at home and run around in a diaper and jack off on a grapefruit, that's your choice. You don't get to infect us with it. And the reason that even the atheistic utilitarians should look at this is uh, that's where the power comes from. Power comes from sound money, gold-backed, silver-backed money. Because the usury-based money system destroys the poor, the working class, the ability for a man to provide for his family. That's how you get women into the workforce. You get women in the workforce, you propagandize them. You drop all these, you, you encourage them to take the pill, kill their children, kill their stock. The stock drops. The man engages in sin to deal and cope. Pills, porn, all of it. You see how it happens. The financial system is directly related to the family unit. Okay? So that's that. And if you all your conservative commentar, uh, commentariat never addresses any of this, they're liars. I don't want to see the other people kiss in public, but it shouldn't be a law. Well, if it's not a law, it'll be marketed and it'll expand. Of course it should be a law. The state's entire role, and it will always exist, no matter what Dave Smith and fucking the little rat Michael Malice tells you, the state will always exist. The state is a collective uh, agreement of people wanting to inflict force on those they deem as a threat to their families. It will always exist. It will exist in a tribe of five people. It is human nature. It's like Dave Smith and Michael Malice insisting on getting rid of winter in Idaho. Good fucking job. Good luck. What about holding hands? You can hold hands, Jack O'Barrett. Relax. Is it fucking hard for people to just not fuck in public? Jesus Christ. Jackobat, just walk next to somebody. Okay, if you promote heterosexual behavior, okay, all sex ed should be banned, all. Right now, the conservatives are like, can you believe it? They're telling my kid to sodomize each other. Uh." Okay, all. You should not teach sex to kids. All right, that's the the role of the uh, family. All right, so you have to go to all. So if you're going to eliminate two men sodomizing, you know, no porn, no male-female porn, none of it. None of it in public. Privately, go ahead, Jackobat. You fucking drink your White Claws and run around pissing and squirting. That's your choice. You don't get to do that to me. If you want to do a private, uh, a private contract where somebody borrows $100 and pays you 8% interest and you do your little usury, that's your choice. You curse and condemn your friend, okay? You don't bring that to me. The entire financial system should not be usury-based. You know, and it's the smallest price to pay. These are not oppressive measures. They're protective measures. And America had them until the sexual revolution. America had fornication laws. There was no sex before marriage publicly. You don't advertise for it. Privately, do whatever the fuck you want. You don't get to put it on billboards, advertise for it, put it on the airways, put it in the schools. That's a reality of the situation. The dec- if you look at Little House on the Prairie, you're looking at Sharia codes. I'm just using the word Sharia, A, to trigger boomers, and B, because Christians don't even have a law. They eat a cracker, they drink blood, and then they listen to Coldplay. Then they run around getting shit-faced in public saying, but it's not Bud White. 
I'm not gay, you are. Steven Crowder's gonna own the left. Look at that set of tits. Okay, so that's it. I just wanted to kind of let everybody know. Everything sexual has to be private. Yes, that's the fundamental of a civilized society. Marriage, set, you know, what is, the, what is consent? Oh, well, in my state, it's 18, not 16. To fuck, to fuck a girl and leave her. You put your dick in a woman, you're saying either you're going to leave the baby, you're going to kill the baby, or you're going to provide for the baby. What is marriage? Marriage is an agreement where you accept that you will be providing for the woman and the baby. Do you understand? You can't just get rid of abortion without get, getting rid of fornication. What are people going to do? Okay, it's like, uh, abortion? Okay, then get rid of the pill, get rid of condom, get rid of all of it. But then how am I supposed to fuck? It, it are conservative events. Alex Stein came in me. What am I going to do? Well, you're not. You can call yourself. Conservative is not a effective strategy. It's a posture. You just go, oh, can you believe Nancy Pelosi? Okay. Christians have two laws. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, no, that's not true. So then you're not. So there's no laws in the Bible at all. Okay. That's retarded. So if you say love your neighbor, well, a sodomite has a really good idea how to love his neighbor. It's by banging him in his anus until he has to wear a set of depends. Okay? So just understand that you're just playing nonsense games. And then the Christians go, so you hate me? Oh, and it's so fucking convenient for the Christians. Not all you guys, obviously, but a lot. To say any criticism is from the devil because the accuser is always attacking the Christian. Really, that's very convenient. So anytime you're criticized, it's of the devil, not because of your behavior at all. Sounds a lot like a group I like to call the Jews. Speaking of the Jews, here's Adam Sandler and how the, he, he sees an uncut cut gem and he almost, bites a, he almost bites a fucking giant's dick off. Little dude, and Adam's not even little. But these guys are so fucking terrified of giants. Watch this. Uh, you know, you, you lie all the way. Uh, you lie. Crouching. <laughs> I'm such a big guy and I get in the way of the... Oh, what are you up. getting in the way of? Oh, the camera. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, oh, my God. That's awful. <laughs> what, if, what, if the, what if the big guy goes, that's how we feel about Jews. Like, imagine if... Sam, and I love Sandler as a, as a guy. I actually know him personally. He's a good guy. But imagine if Sandler, if Sandler was like, like interviewing somebody and they're like, why do you have your head like that? He's like, because I have a small hat on my head. And then he does that. And everybody goes, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It's a Jew. They don't even have, want to know why? Because all these guys are obsessed with our giant cocks. All right. That's why Sandler's like, it's awful. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep fucking telling yourself that. Watch this again. Classic heightism right in plain sight. Uh, you know, you, you lie all the way. Uh, you lie. Crouching. <laughs> I'm such a big guy, and I get in the way of the. Oh, well, what are you getting in the way of? Oh, the camera. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's awful. Okay, look at Sandler. Look right at his cock. Look at his uncut. He's looking right at his uncut gem. So the giant stands up, and of course the Jew. And I again, don't get mad. I love Sandler. He's a great guy. But so the giant stands up, and the Jew looks right at his uncut gem. 
It's like, oh, Jesus, it's awful. I bet it squirts all over me. Imagine if one of us, imagine if one of us saw Sandler's little hat and was like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's a Jew. They, but then they go, oh, but it's so great being tall. We get to mock. You don't think it'd be great being a Jew? You guys print money. You don't think I want to start wars with assholes? Like, what makes you think that, like, being a Jew must be the most, nobody's having more fun than these fucking guys. All they have to do is say, Holocaust, and everyone goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then they go, I want you guys to fight those guys. Oh, Jesus Christ, right? <clears throat> Look at this. Watch this again. They don't even give a fuck because they, they think we all have huge cocks, which we do. Watch this again. Uh, you know, you, you lie all the way. Uh, you lie. Crouching. Um, <laughs> I'm such a big guy and I get in the way of the... Oh, what are you off. getting in the way of? Oh, the camera. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's awful. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> oh, that's not right, Adam? That's how a lot of us feel about sodomy and the usury-based financial system. You know, it's like, and look at Jennifer Aniston, just like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, we're tall. We're fucking tall people. And bear in mind, that guy's the same height as me. You know Put your hat on and get out of here. <laughs> Put our hat on. Put our hat on. Why don't you put your little hat on? You know the hat that doesn't protect you from the sun and doesn't protect you from the rain and doesn't keep your ears warm? What the fuck's the point of a yarmulke? I'll tell you, because it lets everybody know that you print the money, right? It's great. And all these little fuckers think that they can attack tall men because it must be so great to be tall. Oh, how dare... It's kind of like how blacks feel about white skin. Oh, you white bitch. Oh, you and your white skin might be nice. Why? So why can't we attack Jews then? Ah, uh, you guys literally can just make money out of nothing. How is that not? And anytime anyone criticizes you, you go, oh, Nazism, you're doing it again. Might as well turn me into soap. It's like, no, you, you molested, you molested a kid, not Sandler. I'm just saying like when, when somebody says that a Jew molests a kid, they go, oh, witch hunt, night of the broken glass. It's like, it's fucking insane. But as soon as one of us stands up, it's game on. Oh, it might be nice. Watch this. I'm scared you there, Jen. I can't believe. Never do that, Dan. <laughs> never do that. What, just stand up? Never, never just stand up? How do you want us to live? That's why you guys used to have to live on the outskirts of town. You know, that's why I was, oh, Jewish ghetto. No, you guys had like the nicest houses. You ever look at uh, Meyer Rothschild's fucking house that he used to, oh, he had, he was forced to live in his own neighborhood. It was a giant like brick house. Oh, but it was so close to the other houses. Unbelievable. Yeah, Sandler almost pulled out a slingshot to take down Goliath. And I, and I guarantee he would have bitten his dick after he was dead. Just like the little grab or David did. Oh, there you go, little grab or David. It's true. Breathing in right now. Oh, no. I got to move along, guys. Thanks, God. That was great. Thank you. Oh, I got That was funny. Well, Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler. Was scared by my brutish height. And don't be, don't be ashamed. Dude, Sandler almost bit his uncut gem. 
Like, dude, because that's the thing is every time, like, these guys will mock us. Oh, why'd you stand up? It's terrible. It's awful. But while you're peeing at a urinal, every time, every fucking time they're looking at your dick. I've never not had it. Like, anytime one of these, like, powerful Jays, they're like, oh, you're tall. You're a fucking ogre. The minute they can fucking, the minute that they can get a little peep of your cock, they will. And especially if they know you're unclipped. That's why they call it uncut gems. Watch it again. Uh, you know, you, you lie all the way. Uh, you lie. I'm such a big guy and I get in the way of the. What are you getting in the way of? Oh, the camera. Oh, I see. Oh, my God. That's awful. That's awful. Really? Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's like, oh, but anti-Semitism. Okay, well, here's a guy. There's a guy in an Adamstown man, ta- Adamstown man, Adamstown, who has claimed for many years that he has escaped from Auschwitz, now says he was never in the concentration camp and apologized for saying he was. Uh, I was wrong. I asked forgiveness. Joseph Hurt, 91, wrote in a letter. It's because he got caught, by the way. And I, one of the bears uh, knows him really well and gave me some really good info. I'm going to read it to you. If it makes Joseph Hurt feel any better, uh, 5,850,000 have been lying. You know, I'm still sticking with the numbers, 150,000, which is very, very tragic. Uh, but it's, it's fucking retarded at this point. Hang on, give me a second. Where is it? Oh, here we go. I am writing today to apologize publicly for harm caused to anyone because of my inserting myself into the descriptions of life in Auschwitz. Unbelievable. So did Eli Weasel, uh, the guy who wrote Night, Eli Weasel. And we had to read all the horrors that they used bayonets to bayonet baby skulls and they raped all the... Never, Never in a concentration camp. He had to publicly fucking admit it. Oh, but don't you know? No, I do know. I know how you guys just make up fables. I was not a prisoner there. No, I don't think anybody was. I think it was a fucking work camp when the supply chains broke down in cities during war. Sound fucking familiar? And and don't get me wrong. Jews were persecuted during that time in Germany. Why were they persecuted is another uh, question. And then how many of them and how many of them actually died? And why did they die? Did they die from a lack of food, from a broken supply chain? Did they die because they were put in basically FEMA camps and the supply chains broke down? Or were they turned into soap? What in the fuck are they talking about? I was not a prisoner there. I did not attend to let in or overshadow the events that truly happened there by claiming, no, no, of course it overshadows the events. All the eyewitnesses are turning out to be totally full of shit. Okay, so that's Joseph Hurt. I knew him, went to his house a bunch. This is a bear that I know is not as, as telling the truth. I said, was he a creep? He said, I didn't get that vibe at the time, but I was in his house learning Italian. I'll just leave out some more details just in case. My boomer parents just wanted to hear his victim stories, which changed every time. And I assumed it was due to his age, but I always thought it was sketchy that his kids wanted nothing to do with him. More victim stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you're, you're known by your fruit. 
Wait, his last name is Hurt? Yeah, they're just trying to hurt him. They're just trying to hurt him. Oh, and by the way, I'm super into soap. So I know that the idea that they're using Jews to make soap is fucking retarded. By the way, my farm stand is officially crushing. We sold out of soap yesterday except for one bar. And arugula. Uh, soap is a good product to make and sell. Everybody likes good natural soap. Especially when you have basically unlimited goat milk. Um, anyway. Uh, so he said, uh, he claimed to be friends with Eleanor Roosevelt. Said he was on the only ship of rescues to the U.S. I'm assuming the crew that went to your town. Yeah. The whole fucking ship went to Oswego, New York. We're the only ship that, that accepted these fucking lying scoundrels. And it was called, you can read it by Ruth, Ma Ruth Magyar Isaacson called Haven. I think it, it's no longer published because it was so filled with obvious lies. And those little fuckers came to my town and that's it. And they came from Italy and they were never persecuted. They were like, oh, Jesus. Oh my God. I sa he said, at least he didn't try to rape me and the Italian lessons were enough to rent a car and order some food. So not a total loss. One more funny part is that my mom worked with him at the courthouse and was one of the main people that got him to go around speaking, which led to him getting caught. Boomer Zionism backfire. <laughs> yeah, all the boomers were like, oh, oh, how dare you? How dare the, the goddamn Nazis hurt a hair on your little Jew head? You got to go around and tell your story. Yeah. Storm the beaches in Normandy. We went to the moon. Oh, really? You think I should go tell my story that changes every three minutes? Yeah, we got to let everybody know that we had grit. And we saved all the Jews from the dirty Nazis. And then we went to the fucking moon. Oh, okay. Can I make some money telling my stories? Ah, oh, it's the least we can do for you. Uh, my wife has made our own soap for six years now. Goat milk is the main ingredient. Yeah, it's awesome. And then right now people go, Oh, you there, you're anti-Semitic. Saying anti-Semitic is like saying anti-vaxxer. Like, what exactly are you saying? So these fucking people that have lied about being a victim for 80 years. Okay, either Auschwitz is the worst death camp in human history. Because, or it's total bullshit. Do you know how many survivors of Auschwitz still are alive? Think about how easy, you'd have to be like five and you're like 95 now to survive Auschwitz, right? Do you know how easy it is to kill a kid? I'm not trying to sound fucking dark. I know that'll be clipped and oh, how dare you. But it's like, why did they all live? So Auschwitz had all these kids running around and the, the Germans were like, oh, we have to keep the kids for years and years and feed them and give them the opera hall. And we will give them the swimming lessons and get them nice and fat so that we can turn them to soap. What? Why wouldn't they last, I don't know, an hour? Like, okay, you can take a cow to a slaughterhouse. How long would it last for? An hour? This is so hilarious. For the record, I'm not the big source for this report on Mr. Hurt. Thanks, Toronto Jew Bear. Uh, you know, I think most Jewish oppression in Germany was when they started changing the sodomy and usury laws. And they really did feel oppressed. They feel like they were being targeted. Um, okay, that's, that's literally it. And then you have actual Jew hate, which I am against. I really am. 
If you blame your problems on Jews and say, if you get rid of Jews, your problems go away, you are wrong, you are a retard, and we have nothing in common. Uh, you probably can't even define Jew, and you have no solutions at all. In fact, a lot of Jews do a great service for society with their managerial skills of systems. They're not the most moral guys, and they sure as shit like to lie, and they're obsessed with giants with massive unclipped cocks, but they're not the root of your problems. It's like saying, if we put all the drug dealers in jail, my, you understand what I'm saying? The Holocaust was just Jews oppressing Jews, and I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, it's, it, it's, I, you, the longer I live and the more I'm in this world, the more I realize people get what they ask for. I'll show you an example of this right now. And I posted this on Twitter that you choose to be in a hell world or you choose to be in a heaven world. It's like that line in, uh, in uh, Yellowstone where it's like hell and heaven and both exist at the same time on earth. And I know that's not a new concept. I'm sure Jacobat has sputtered that to himself a few times. But um, anyway, so I played this video. And then uh, I will, uh, I'll explain it. So this is just a beautiful moment with our kids. This is 15 seconds. This is yesterday. It's just a beautiful day, right? And so I said, uh, nothing is actually changing, just human behavior, assumptions, and morality. Seems like people are nostalgic for a time that's still here. You just have to choose it. My kids' childhoods are like a Norman Rockwell painting, but it only happened because I left Los Angeles and put my family above chasing the ring. People usually get what they ask for. And then someone said, do you feel like you would have had all that if you didn't play the L.A. game for a little? I said, what, dirt, sun, and seeds? Yes. Entertainment is one of the hardest ways to make a living, especially now. If I was a young person, I'd get into the trades or start a business. And then someone said, yeah, how did you afford your farm? Had to play the game. I said, the game, you mean work in one of the most competitive industries in the world? Making money is easy if you have a strong work ethic and aim to serve others. Literally pick anything and do it. Stand-up comedy had a 99.9% .9 failure rate. You know, and the whole must-be-nice thing is so absurd. Uh, independent artist is one of the hardest careers you can possibly have. The fact I was successful at it, like people that got into entertainment did not do it for money because it's one of the hardest ways to possibly make money. You accept a gypsy lifestyle because you like excitement, truth, alcohol, sex. You know, it's fairly hedonistic, but it's not based in money. Given my skill set, if I wanted to make a lot of money, I would have gotten into corporate litigation. Look at me. Look at how good I am at rhetoric, words, getting people to change their mind on things. I'm 6'8". I'm intelligent. Imagine me in a fucking courtroom. I get $100 million for a corporation. I would get $30 million. Do you know how much money? It's like insane. When I was doing stand-up, it was like, you know, I'd get paid a dollar per head and there'd be 13 people there and I'd get a ticket for a free vodka soda. And so I would... uh have to work at a restaurant in order to pay for my room with three other guys that I was living in it in my 1991 Plymouth Acclaim with an orange fender. But I was so consistent and so good at it. And so uh, my work ethic was so high that I got to become very successful in an industry where it's almost impossible to make money.
And so I was, I did a live stream yesterday because this whole might be nice. Oh, the Jew money. Oh, LA. You go, go be my guest. A lot of people complain about money. Why don't you head out to LA and try and make money in entertainment? Why don't you go ahead? Oh, how dare you? you I don't want to do Satanism. I've never done the Satanism. It's, can you do, can you do a good job enough where someone gives you fucking money for it? No. I grew up with a friend and a sister who both went into entertainment. They ended up both childless and teaching drama at community college. Yeah, and I was wildly successful in Hollywood um, given the fact I had no family connections. I never did. I was not part of any secret society or any group or anything like that. I just was consistent. I always, uh, I always innovated. Like I was one of the first people to get really into MySpace I could edit, I could uh, compose my own scores. I could uh, promote a room. I could fill a room because I was so social. It was about sales. I, uh, people liked me. I did really well on stage. I didn't fuck anyone over. And that was it. I, w I just worked my ass off. And you can do that with anything. You know, I highly recommend not going into entertainment. Um, Curtis was talking about that yesterday, the court being a quote-unquote scary place. Yeah. Like, I was doing a stream yesterday, and, I, and people were talking about how much money you can make at, you know, pressure-washing driveways or something. If I could give young people an advice, and I'll, I'll just really sum up how taxes work as well, because people are like, I'm getting taxed into oblivion. Write-offs. Doesn't your brother do that with trees? Yeah. If I hadn't went into comedy... I would have went into a trade and owned my own business at a trade. And it would have been something that you overlook. That was a good short stream. Thanks, Jackalbat. Like, uh, this, this is my advice for you guys. So it's like, learn a skill or a trade that people want and sell it. This is why I'm not going to ever, like, really attack Scott Adams, even though he can be a cuck. It's because he's brought one of the most crucial ideas into the zeitgeist. And that's something called talent stacking. When I heard him talk about talent stacking, I thought it was one of the most brilliant observations. It's kind of like Vox's male social sexual hierarchy. It's not like he invented it. He just described it. Talent stacking is what you do when you're pretty good at a lot of things. You figure out how you can take all the things you're good at, stack them up so that they exponentially create more power. For example, like if you're pretty good at stand-up, but you're really good at sales which is what Theo Vaughn always was. Theo Vaughn is really good at marketing, sales, and uh, data collection. And because uh, Theo, we'd be doing stand-up, and I would, and we'd be outside after, and I'd just be like talking to girls and fucking around. He'd be collecting emails. And he did it every single fucking show. That, that's the main, I think that was the crucial quality of Theo Vaughn. He's a great storyteller, cool dude to be around, uh, pretty funny. But, you know, he was, never, he was never the standout on a set. If there's 10 people on a show, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'd usually have the best set, partially because of the piano, partially because of my talent stack is also being able to interact with a bad crowd. You guys know I can break, I can, the band for life thing is not new. I just start, I will take a representative of a bad crowd and bash them until everybody changes. So I would always typically be 
one of the top sets of his show. Theo would be in the top half, but never the best. What he was the best at is going outside after, collecting emails, and then emailing every one of them every time he would do a show. And that is called talent stacking. And then you just keep stacking, stacking, stacking. So like, let's say you have all these attributes. Like my attributes would be no fear of public speech, good at identifying irony in life. Um, I'm good at sales. Like I can sell an idea to a room and I'm a piano player. So that would set me apart in that world. And so you stack it. So like, let's say you're not afraid of heights you um, are detail oriented, you have a decent network in your town and uh, you have a truck and a power washer, window washing. So like, let's say, think about how many people and then I'll move on, but I want this, I don't want this to be a brag. I want this to be helpful. So you don't even need to know like high level carpentry or plumbing or anything like that. I know that those things matter and they help a lot. And if you have those skills, you're all set. And if you own your own business, your whole life is a write-off. Your taxes go very, very low. Like, uh, you know, Bertari Times app is a write-off. 15 bucks a year. That's a marketing thing. You're there to promote your business. That comes off your gross income. Your gasoline, your cell phone, you make business calls. Your Wi-Fi, your, um, all of it. You're unauthorized. You listen to it while you're doing your work. You understand? Friend learned how to change gut, change gut, right. Someone like me, I'm a little scared of heights. I can go up trees or I could go up stuff. I don't like doing it. I also am not super detail oriented and I make a decent living. So what would I do? I would hire a guy to wash my windows, which we did recently. Cause I don't want to, my six foot eight clumsy ass does not want to go up a fucking, uh, a, a, a ladder. You can now charge a good rate because people are happy to do it. Look at it this way. Because a lot of people, especially like high morality people, they don't want to charge money. That's one thing you should really watch out for. Because I used to be like that. I used to be like, don't pay me. I love stand up, you know? And they're like, dude, you're entertaining my boss for an hour. We have a $2 million budget. Can we pay you? It's like, just give me, just come on, just enjoy the show and I'll be happy. Fuck that. Don't be afraid to charge people. People have money. There's still a ton of wealth in America and there's people that don't want to do this shit. So like, let's say you can pressure wash a driveway. It takes you an hour. You charge 115. I don't know. I don't know what you're, I don't know what it is. You have a pressure washer. You have a truck. You have all this stuff. You could easily charge. I'll just tell you what, uh, like sometimes we have our, our driveway plowed. It's like 200 bucks, 150 bucks. Totally worth it. We have a giant fucking driveway. Guy can do it in a half hour, 45, because he has a truck and a plow. You start stacking houses. Boom, 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 boom. You can make legitimate money, like more money than a doctor. You know, and so your business is your truck, right off, plow, right off, your gasoline, your all kinds of shit, your uh, social media, your energy, all of it's a write off. It comes off your income. So then let's say you, uh, that's why it's good to buy new equipment. So you have a power wash, you buy one for $500. You have a truck, you can show up, you can wash down somebody's driveway. Now the key is how to find work. I'll tell you how to find work. You just go find work like a Mexican. You know, Mexicans will wait around in a parking lot, just hoping that work breaks out and it does. 
Seek and you shall find. We, we're hiring a guy to help build up our fence. Great human being. Because he put a fucking flyer in our, uh, our mailbox. That's it. So we called him. That's it. Now he's doing it. Just, just flyers, mailbox. Guess what? All the flyers, write-offs. You don't have to, you, t- you take it off your income. There are uh, help needed signs everywhere. I know, but I have an entrepreneurial spirit and I know a lot of you guys do too. Working for someone else is a good move if you're like a Delta, a lot of Bravos too. Uh, BB is 100% here. The tax code is beneficial to entrepreneurs. It is. Okay, so then let's say you hire your wife as your secretary, right off. So now you're employing your wife to do your, uh, your secretarial work. So what does a write-off mean? Let me just make sure that everyone knows what I'm talking about. Like uh, Coddington, I give him half the Super Chats. So like, let's say I make $1,000 in Super Chats. The federal government would want, and the state would want me to pay half of that to them. So that's, uh, I'd have to give them $500. Let's say I give Coddington $500. So now I have $500. The federal government wants to give half of it to them. That's now $250, not $500. And this is when things get really fun. The first $30,000 are pretty much untaxed. Then 30 to, I'm going to get all this wrong, but you'll just understand the idea. 30 to 80 is like 18% or some shit. 80 to 120 is like 28%. 120 to 250, it starts getting... Over 250,000, you're paying the highest rate, 41% or some shit. So the key is to pull it down into your paying in a lower category. But, but it, it's not like all the, if you make over 250, you still get those breaks up until 250. 80 to 170, yeah. This part reminds me of why I pay for a CPA. Me too, I have a great CPA. Because I don't want to do all this work, you understand? Like it's the same thing I could, but it'd take me a lot of time and he's way better at it. And you Americans complain about your taxes, Jesus. I know, demo here, hear us out. So, so the entrepreneur can look at your 250 and say, okay, so what can I do? I can buy a new computer. Let's just say a new computer is uh, $5,000, new setup. Okay, it's now 245. Okay, I can buy a $5,000 grand piano. I'm just making up numbers here. It's now to 240. Okay, well, I can, I can get the fastest internet and the fastest blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's down to... 235. Okay, well, I have to have health insurance for me and my employee, which is my wife. Well, now it's down to 225. Just keep bringing it lower. And then you look around. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. We run a farm here. And none of this is, not only is it not illegal, they want you to do this shit. Okay. We pay less taxes in Bageltown, damn. Oh, yeah. You guys are a tax haven for pedophiles. That's what Israel is, you know? So I sell milk, arugula, uh, goat, uh, you know, uh, soap, all this shit. I don't make a lot, but some. So now what's a write-off? My hay, my grain, my driveway, my gate, my all this stuff comes up because that's part of the business. Okay? I'm not giving advice, but you can write off nearly everything. If you get audited, the worst is you get a bill in the mail, odds of an audit of a small sub 200,000 businesses near zero. Yeah, and they're not mad about it. I know high level tax guys. That's why I don't fight the IRS. I don't fight the tax code because I understand the whole point. It encourages people to work hard if you view it properly. It's really not a big deal. So if you, uh, 
They want you to reinvest in your business and your community. That's how money velocity works. That's how the economy works. So if you if you want your money to, you know, buy your lubricants, you know, Stephen Crowder could write off lube. I'm not even kidding. But you have to pay a tax to be indulgent. So let's say you make a million dollars, but you uh, buy someone else's tractor. That's a write-off for you, and that's income for them, and then a write-off for them, and then income for someone else. And write- So now money's moving. The only value of money is movement. It's called money velocity. So I invest in my local area as much as I can. So I will always buy local and always buy and hire local men with children. I'm very, very prejudiced with that. So I, there's a guy down the street that prunes the trees. And he has a bunch of kids. He's an awesome guy. Great. We sell the fruit. So that's a write-off. You get to feed your kids. You, uh, you do a great job pruning that tree. Money velocity. Community building. You think it's possible to never pay taxes? Uh, yeah. If you're willing to live on less than 30000 a year in personal money, yeah. I paid. I just paid twenty grand in taxes, though. I still pay a lot of taxes, but, uh, but that's personal. Like, there's a lot of things that, that are not a write-off, uh, like land buying. Like, uh, like I have to pay tax on all the donations for any of our land acquisitions because that's called a capital investment. You think it's a write-off, but then when we lease the property for an event, that's a write-off. One man's trash, another man's treasure. Yeah, I'll give you another example. My brother does tree work. So he can go to your house and and people are happy to pay. They want to. They're not going to do a tree work. Like, let's say you're a young virile man and you're like, man, 500 bucks is for cutting down a tree. I can do it in a half hour. Man, I feel bad. Like, I'm ripping these people off. They're like, they can never cut down a tree. Like, that means they're not capable of it. They have plenty of money. They can't cut down a tree. You provide the service. They provide the liquid. That's like social equity. Even zero to 10 is still 10%. I don't think so. Is that true? It's okay to be white bear? I don't think that's true. But I could be wrong, but I think that if you make under a certain amount, you don't pay taxes. Okay. Um, I would lease my vehicle to myself. Exactly. Exactly. Or you buy the land, you lease it to your operating company and then people go oh this is y'all this is all jew magic all right let me look it up because that would be very interesting i don't have a hard time believing that people on welfare pay 10 percent in taxes hang on i'm not looking it up i don't care kyington look it up see this is why i pay him it makes my and this is why my so look at how much better the the stream is because i have coddington so the products get better the community flourishes Families can grow. Your nation strengthens. Is it 12000 Everything that isn't a write-off is infinitely taxed until the money in circulation reaches zero. There's a lesson to be learned here, I think. Yes. What am I looking up? I was organizing super chats. I, I, I no longer, I'm starting not to care. Oh, it's under 12000 You don't have to pay. There you go. And then, okay, so let's say, hey, how dare you? Well, uh, uh, you, get, uh, you get taxed to shit. Sorry. If you get can't take the fuck, if your parents die, they just the government takes. All right, I'll give you another little uh, fun tax thing. 
Someone can, and then I'll just leave it because this is not a tax code fucking channel. I'm a guy that says near, and I'm a guy that does racial puppets. Okay, but here's just another little piece of advice. Someone can gift you 12, I think, it's, I don't know the exact number. I think it's $12,000 a year per person without paying taxes. So let's say you have a child, you and your wife. That's $36,000 one of your parents could give you every year until they die without paying tax on it. Okay? So like, let's say they have $360,000 of inheritance money. It's up to 16,000 in gifts. I do it every year. Yeah. Oh, sounds like Jew magic. Round him up. No, don't get me wrong. The Jews are not cool with tall people. They're obsessed with their cocks and they can be very sneaky but they're not doing anything to you. This is, this is information that I'll freely give to people and they'll go, oh, so you hate the Lord Jesus Christo? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Okay, so um, let's say, all right, so it's 16,000 out. Well, I'll just go with my numbers. So 36,000 a year if you have one kid and a wife. Your parent, your, one of your parents wants to give you $360,000 in 10 years. That money can fully be transferred without any taxes on it at all. So that means that, so what does that require? It requires trust. Why is it called a bank and trust? Because trust is required for prosperity. That's why morality is the root of all of your nation's wealth. That's why I talk about religion when everybody gets mad and poor Denmark bears a heart attack every 10 minutes. Because the moral codes is what brings wealth to your nation. When you guys give me uh, donations for BertariaCampgrounds.com, it's because you trust me, which is good. And that's where wealth and prosperity comes from. You know I'm going to buy the land, and I did. And you know we're going to have a festival on it, and God willing, we are. We did last year, and we'll do it again. Because that's trust. If you have a low trust society, you have a low wealth society. That's why it's not just the genetic makeup of the population. Like, for example, the Chinese are, have a very high IQ, but very low trust. You know, they can, they're now having a, a surge because all the production went there and they had a, 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 a huge amount of capital went to China. But as long as you're low trust, as long as everybody's out to get each other in business. You're never going to uh, have the wealth of America. All right. It's 33,000. Oh, Jesus. So that's, those are things that are exciting to look into. And that's why a lot of Jews don't know why you're so mad at them. Because you can do all this yourself. The rich write the laws. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But you're all welcome to use it. That was when, when Donald Trump used to crush... In his like rock star days, it's when he talked about how he didn't pay taxes because he helped write the laws. Remember that when he was being real open about everything and everyone loved him? Uh, you get to, that's the beauty of the law. You get to use the same shit that they do. I have clients that move their money in full gift amounts per year to their children so they not have to pay taxes on inheritance. Yeah, and then you uh, set up trustees and nonprofits and charities and all this stuff. It's like, that's how the rich keep their money. And that's why knowledge is power. High trust, unmanned farms, unmanned farm sales, low trust on bike. Exactly. We have an honor system at our farm stand. And so far, not one person has broken the, the rules. 
That's where racism gets you. Where when people say, oh, how dare you want to live in an area that's homogenous? Well, the tax you have to pay for lying to yourself is that. It's the same with sexism. Sexism gets you a 60-year-old man in a little girl's bathroom staring at them and no one doing anything because they identify as a woman. Okay, that's your tax for lying to yourself. I couldn't do a farm stand in Los Angeles. I couldn't do a farm stand in even areas without any racial homogeny. Now, could you do a farm stand in the slums of Nigeria? Yeah. This is why, it's, this is why I don't have white pride. Because it's, about, it's more about homogeny, where there's a dominant group with a moral code. Like, I watch a lot of these YouTube videos of traveling now, and it's like, I was, I'm, really, I'm really into Nigerian slums. There's this one slum where everybody's like fucking dirt poor. Like dirt poor. And there's like very little crime because everyone knows each other and they have a code. And when they, something happens, they fucking kill the rapist or they ag- exile them. You can, that's why, you know, the Bowtie Blacks, like you can have a full Somalian, a Muslim Somalian community in the heart of a ghetto and there's low crime. But then as soon as you start getting into, uh, in that community, but then the more fractured and divided, the more people view each other as the stranger, the outsider, the more they can dehumanize each other with theft. So if you have a high morality and a, a homogenous racial setup, you can have low crime with very, very black people. That's why one, one of the many good things about Islam is you have these Islamic black, poor black neighborhoods where the crime rate amongst them is like zero. And so my area has a almost zero crime rate. It's a trust thing. It's like, why would you steal from your neighbor? Don't steal from your neighbor. It's like, then it ruins it. No one has farm stands. But if everybody's a stranger, if everybody's a transient, if everybody's a debt slave, people steal. This is why BB's hit pieces had to tap out. What did he say today? He loves African slums and more Islam compliments. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's, it's true. It's like, Poverty is a motivator for crime, and so is racial incoherence in America. So um, we will take the Somalians, <laughs> but don't want the Samoans, says on um, Samoan pop. Oh, I get it. No, but that, I don't want a bunch of migrants. You, you understand what I'm saying? So you drop off a boatload of random fucking Som- Somalians in England And a lot of them are not going to have high morality. A lot of them are going to England because they want cheap, free sex and and money. And a lot of them have been exiled from their community and have nothing else to lose. You know, some of these nations literally empty their prisons and send them to Europe. Okay? And also, if you don't have, you can have an in-group, out-group in these areas very, very easily. Like even with the Irish, Italian, and Polish, they would fuck with each other, but not with they would fuck with the other group more than themselves. Like the Irish and the Italians would war, you know, but the Irish would have more of a code with themselves. Like if you stole from another member of your community, you were a piece of shit. But if you went out hunting, you know, that's how it's viewed. That's why racism is good in that sense. We're not hatred of the other, not saying someone else is worse than you or you're uh, genetically superior, but just having some form of tribal coherence Lowers crime. Now, I mean, could it be possible that we all 
hold hands and have a higher calling where we all are God's children and race doesn't matter and we all see the divinity in each other and namaste. Sure, I've never seen it. And until I see it, it's just like anarcho-capitalism or communism or any other no true Scotsman. I've never seen an area with extreme diversity with, without horrible problems. You know, Harvard professor Robert Putnam's book, Bowling Alone, proves this. Diversity breeds distrust even between the same group. Um, yeah, diversity is not our strength. Obviously, you can see that. That does not mean that I have hatred at all. It's just a fact. Because one of the groups this hurts the most are minority groups. You know, part of me thinks that all this propaganda is actually to keep black people from being more uh, prosperous. This is a bit of a wacky conspiracy theory, but I'll just throw it out there. The blacks in America were gaining a lot of wealth from World War II to the Civil Rights Act, like a lot. Uh, it's just the B. It's obviously not just the B. Like you can go ask Russians in the 90s if it was black crimes. No. It's broken morality, poverty, and uh, a lot of different tribes. Dude, the crime rates and shit in Russia after the Soviet Union were fucking nuts. Ask the Albanians, ask the, some of these white countries that have experienced. Like when I was in the Czech Republic, or when I was in Hungary, I got uh, hustled by some cops. They made me give them money and shit. I'm like, I thought we're white. Come on. All right. The firemen were race warriors. People would burn the other shits down. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. 24 stabbings per day in Germany. That's that's some lightweight shit. That's some that's that's rookie numbers, Denmark. Guys, no, like really understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the migrants are good, but I will say this: it's because you didn't you didn't have any kids. Given how the same patterns happen over and over, the inter, uh, the inverted legislation, Patriot Act equals hate. It's America. Pattern recognition applies to civil rights. And right, yeah, yeah. So if you look at graphs, black wealth was shooting up after, uh, after uh, World War II. And then it just tapered off and then plummeted after the civil rights movement. Because they had their own schools, their own shit, their own businesses. And they're like, no, 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 we have to diversify. Let's start sending these blacks to white schools. Whites to, you know, we'll, we'll fire all the black teachers. We'll fucking, uh, you know, make, make the blacks go to the white businesses and they all just it, it like completely fell apart and i find that quite coincidental anyway let's check out a jacobat vid oh no first let's read super chats and i'll do another one at the end dependency is a weapon exactly they sold harlem harlem probably at one point had a relatively low crime rate if it was homogenous i'm serious i'm serious dude like, I know Africans in their, like, Kenyan village or Ethiopian village where there's, like, almost no crime. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Our fucking niggers will steal anything that isn't bolted down. And they're like, it's, it's not, it's because of how America has been divided and conquered. And so I just accept it. I'm like, I'd rather live in a white area, rural. And everybody's like, well, oh, how dare you? It's all because of that. I'm like... I don't care who did it. It's just a fact. Like, yeah, sometimes I look at these bees and I'm like, they know not what they do. They think they've been fed this slavery shit and white 
privilege and, you know, industrial prisons and their fucking gang banging music. And, and that's it. Does that mean I want to live near them? No. But does it mean I see them as vi- guys? Sometimes I see pedophiles as victims, like the scum of the earth. I'm like, that dude might have been exposed to sex by a predator young. He's acting out as shit. Do I think that they should just be drawn and quartered? Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact, like, guys, most pedophiles were victimized as kids. That doesn't mean I want to live next to them. It doesn't mean they should be allowed in society. The black propaganda aimed at them is really, really sad. It's bad. It's fucking destructive. It's been going on since at least the 60s. And, but it is what it is just like, it's like a, um, a fight dog. It's like, Oh, but it was this pit bull, but it was abused. I'm like, yeah, sorry. It, it's not going to be around the kids, but it was, if you knew what it, what it had to go through. Yes. It won't change its behavior. You understand? Yeah. Harlem wasn't ghetto till MLK. Exactly. MLK was the Judas go to the blacks. And they keep pumping that because they keep trying to use that whole thing. Like there's a new race pimp. Oh man, I'm going to. Kyneton, Anomaly has it on his Twitter. He posted this fucking black MLK knockoff cover band. It's like that this guy's a fraud. I think he said, whoa, or ouch, or Anomaly did like a funny commentary on it. But it shows the black in college being like, hi, my name is Darnell Jenkins and I'm here to, and then it shows him doing his race pimp shit. Yeah, it's, I think it's on anomaly. All right, I'll read this. Paying the gay away for recent beer consumption. Good for you. Tip for the piano man. Thank you. Owen, great stream. I've been loving the Twitter bombs. Keep crushing. Thanks, baseball dad bear. Shallon bear, master persuader. Indeed. It's better than being a master debater. Isn't that right, Jim Bob? <laughs> Stout Bear, you see if your current job has openings as a 1099 contract. Yeah, but I will say this. There is a double-edged sword. If you're your own boss, you have a lot more expenses. Some people are designed to be employees, which is fine. You guys make everything work. You know, if, a, if an entrepreneur can't have guys to hire, he can't expand or have a functioning business. Someone else can handle the attack. Someone else can handle the taxes. Someone else can handle your health care. Someone else can handle all of it. I am the personality that wants to do it myself. Uh, it's just my spirit. Some people just work for someone else and don't feel bad charging a high rate. People have money and you provide a service and you should prosper. Tara Bear, thank you for daily streams. Tip for you and Cod. Thank you. Tip for the daily streams. Thanks, Eric. Garage Door Bear, thanks for the streams, BB, anytime. Shawan Bear, Master Persuader. Stump Grinder Bear, fact, one of my biggest hangups for a while was feeling guilty about making money. Yeah, I know, I used to do that too, don't do that. Money is a way for one person to show someone else that they value their labor. Now, if none of us are making money on something, then don't charge, you know, then that's a different story. Like community labor is one thing. Like if you come over and help someone in your community, or you guys are together building something, that isn't a time to charge money. But if you're in a commercial interaction, if somebody's like, or if somebody is like, uh, you get what I'm saying, right? Like you can put in charity labor with a community to do something that everyone benefits from. 
But uh, you know, other than that, charge. And don't and don't be scared to charge a good amount. You know, the worst thing that happens is they negotiate down. You know, if you're like, yeah, it's 150 an hour, they're like, oh, buddy, I can pay you 75 an hour. And you can be like, I'll do it for 90. Okay, there you go. It's that simple. Or if you're in a high trust area, when someone just says 75, they really just mean 75. Uh, and so just, to, and then that's either you accept it or you don't. And that's it. You're killing it. Love it. Thank you. Uh, on a huge billboard going over North Dakota Bridge, there's an ad for a strip club and a gay show. Kids see it. Right. And that's what I want out of the public. And Sharia law does that. You can keep feeding, you know, little kids seeing that is traumatizing. Those images stick in their heads. And and I don't give a fuck what you, if behind closed doors, you run around your little diaper or whatever you do. But you don't get to put it publicly on the on the billboard. And the churches haven't fought against it at all, so the churches don't matter. The churches are basically just a feel-good therapy session with crackers and booze. It's nothing. If you can't get those, those fucking billboards taken down with community uh, reach and community movement, then you're not a church. You're nothing. You're a, a, you're a tax haven for pedophiles. Isn't that right? Every fucking church that shut down during COVID. And, and, you know, I'm not going to lie to you to feel good about myself or make you feel good as you get cancer of the soul. If you come to this stream, you're going to get told the truth. And if your church, if you're in an area that has churches and there's a sign with naked women or gay men or anything on a billboard and you haven't actively tried to get that taken down so it doesn't infect your children, then you cannot call yourself men of God. You're nothing. You're just... You're just little whimpery voices screeching from a pit. Oh, you hate the Lord. You hate Jesus. You, sir. You're nothing. Someone can walk right over your pit and not even know you exist. Stump grinder bear. Grinding stumps, jackhammer stones, and the lawn brush cleanup and more killing it. Oh, yeah. And then you can talent stack uh, one man's garbage is another man's uh, treasure. I'll kind of remind me of explaining that in a second. Renaissance bear, my laughs are worth something, BB. Guilty here. Thank you. Oilfield bear, tip for the big bear. Thank you, Oilfield bear. Ivan, thanks for the streams. Really enjoy them. Thank you. I've been knocking on doors for 19 years, and I literally make more than a doctor sometimes. Yes. I'm telling people the truth. They can either accept it or not. I don't care, but I'm going to just let people know. The value of this stream gets pretty mind-boggling onward, manigas. Indeed. Uh, so like my brother will cut down a tree and remove it. And that's a service to people by removing it. What do you now have? You have wood. You can now sell that to a buddy or have a buddy just, you can give a buddy giant pieces of wood. If it's good, like Oak or, you know, cherry or something like that. And if your buddy has a, uh, what, what's that thing called? I'm retarded, whatever a way to make boards. You can set up a deal where you bring him the wood. He gives you some wood and he keeps some wood. Boom. Or he has another buddy that makes um, mushrooms like to eat. And so he needs wood to put the spores in a mill. Yeah. And so or you use it like let's say you get a uh, like one of those big furnaces, not just like a wood stove, but they're called uh, again, can't remember the name of it. But it's like this giant thing that you can heat your house all winter. And the Adirondacks, a lot of people have them. And you put any 
organic material in it. And so all the brush, all the shit, just keep it and just use it for your energy and your fuel for the entire winter. And that's someone else's trash. So what uh, makes the trash gold? A dump truck, a dump trailer. Dump trailer, five grand, right off. Right off all your, uh, so now that $5,000 is off your income. You got paid 10,000, now you only get uh, paid tax on 5,000. But you own a dump trailer, which has value. That dump trailer can now help you make more money and transport garbage and turn it into gold. And on and on and on. All right. I get lawn care requests pushing the mower between jobs a block apart. Totally. And, uh, and then, you know, hire your kids, hire out employees. And then you, let's say you get an employee, you get 50 an hour, you give him 40, you take 10. So now every job he gets, you can expand your business. Every hour he's working, you're getting $10 an hour. He's making 80,000 a year. You're getting another 10, another employee, another employee, another employee, bang, bang, bang. So what do they get out of the $10 an hour that they pay you? You do the marketing, you do, you own the industry, you own the means of production or the equipment. You just tell him what to do. A lot of deltas, 10 bucks an hour is nothing to have an alpha tell them what to do. They don't want to come up with the idea themselves. Dustin J. Pearson. Yeah, that's it. And I'm running for... Right, let me get this. It's all good, dude. There's so much opportunity to uh, to make a living right now. And I really wanted to touch base because I'm seeing like, oh, but you played the game. That's how you have a farm. I worked in one of the hardest industries in the world to make money on. You know, it's like anybody can do it. And then you think, well, do you want to live in the country? Well, you know, I go to my, I like to go to my sodomy bar and drink my poison. Well, you know, the area I live doesn't have the same benefits and privileges and pleasures as Los Angeles. That's why a lot of the Californians that moved here during COVID are moving home, which is fucking great. Bunch of faggots, right? And so, uh, because they can't, they, they miss, they miss the cum, they miss the blood, the shit, the poop. They miss the ease of life, the, the, the uh, seeing all these people everywhere. All right, watch this. Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. It seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. Same guy. But all that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last. But oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. Such fucking clowns. They're all just script actors. I have a dream today that one day little black boys and little white girls will fuck each other under a swing set. I have a dream today. Yeah, that's the same guy. Watch this. Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? 
I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. It seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. But all that was bigger news for us. Bigger. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last. Might last. But all we have good oh, news, folks. We got to do. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. Sunday, the day of the Lord. The day of Jesus Christo. Retards. Okay. Uh, monkey bars cartoon already showed that okay that's it good good that was fun oh no the jackobat is pretty funny kyanton assemble the super chats please No, no, we're not making those offers, promises, or uh, we're not using words like compound, Jacobat. Did you learn nothing? That's too. Did you learn nothing from the Ursario experience? The optics with words matter when you start talking about compounds. Oh, no, you don't get put in the paper. I get put in the paper. In the area where Ruby Ridge happened. Oh, Jacobat. Compounds as Jacobat, because no one gives a fuck matter. about Jacobat. You're, You're not the it's one done whose face is in the it's front page deal. of the paper looking fat, like a big fat fuck. It's fine, you lost the weight. You look great else. in court. No, it's the whole it's, point it's is decentralization, Jacobat. Are you retarded? Show the bears the compound. Do you know what a fucking target that is? It's you, fine. Jacobat, you go drink your Bud Light. It's fine. It's all about we'll call, decentralized we'll community building. We don't need to say compound. Called a summer camp. It says summer camp. We tried that, Jacobat. Just why don't you understand that I know what I'm talking about? Do you think I do things for no reason? D Sometimes I do things for no reason. <laughs> That's really funny. Good job, Jacobat. It reminds me of my family. Everybody's always like. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And now everything is fine. Oh, yeah. Someone did have a letter wanting to start a children's camp. Super creepo vibes. Oh, yeah. I shot that down immediately. Uh, all right, Kyneton. Doing a great job, Dirty Jersey Bear. Yeah, he's, he really is uh, producing quite a lot of content, which I appreciate. All right, first page of Super Chats. Uh, D-Live, people are donating. Nice. Owen being angry at his teenage god is hilarious. Made whole stream worth it. Thanks, BB. Anytime. Sample tip from D-Win. For your Trumps goes to church bit. My day at work was sucking, and it's kind of hard for things to keep sucking. When you're crying from laughter, one of your best ever. Thank you very much. Shaolin Bear, I like when Owen says behavior in a Mexican accent. Behavior gets me every time. Thank you. 
Talent stack and good gravy. Well, tell my boys. Thanks, BB. Scott Adams is kind of a tool, though. Yeah, but I do just give credit where credit's due, regardless. Uh, talent stacking is a great... So just figure out what you're good at, even kind of good at. Like, I'll tell you about talent stacking in a second. Get away from the bees was funny. My son does the same thing with his business, not thinking about costs. Yeah, um, like my brother-in-law, my wife's brother is an engineer. And uh, he's social. He's really, really social. He's really good at talking to people, which is a skill that engineers don't have. So his ability to simply communicate with his boss, like most engineers are like pretty fucking autistic. They're like, you know, and so that talent has led to him being able to get whatever job he wants because that's talent stacking. Now you can be a good engineer and good at communicating and you will beat out great engineers that are terrible at communicating. And so everybody has talent stacks. So if you're like, I'm like being very OCD and detail oriented is actually a skill for certain jobs. Uh, I don't have that at all. Like my talent stack is not that. I'm very, very not um, that. You don't need to be an expert. Every one of your stacks is good. Yeah, competent. So like just being able to be on time or being able to just all kinds of shit. Just think about, just list everything you're kind of good at and just bang, bang, bang. Like, for example, with acting, uh, my height excluded me from like almost all roles. You know, because you can see by this Adam Sandler video, they fucking despise tall people because it makes them feel very small. Yeah, wow. uh, you know, you, you lie all the way. Uh, you lie. Crouching. Um, <laughs> I'm such a big guy and I get in the way of the. What are you getting off. in the way of? Oh, the camera. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's awful. That's Jennifer Aniston covers her face at the sight of a tall man. Watch this. Oh, my God. Look at her. It's like she's, she's holding her nose like he stinks. And then Sandler, of course, takes a hard look at his cock front bump and then screams how awful it is. All right. But let's say there was a, uh, like, let's say that they were doing, um, like that Will Ferrell basketball movie. I never auditioned for it, but that's a perfect example. Like, uh, let's say they needed people with extreme comedic ability that were tall. That's mine. You see how it works? It's all about talent stacking. Because if you're a six foot eight comedian, it's like, okay, I, I could be really good at being in a movie about basketball that's funny. And now Jennifer Aniston is old and childless. Yeah, she's a she's a failure of a human being, in my opinion. Jennifer Aniston is starting to look like a man too much HGH. Yes. Jennifer Aniston is definitely not a man. Like that's the thing, is like the the whole everybody's trans in Hollywood thing is horseshit. What I think happens is they use beauty stuff and then they just start looking like a dude. That's my opinion. Two Acre ND Bear, great stream. The stock market's garbage, but I've been buried in AMC for two years and still holding for a pop. Ha ha. Keep crushing, BB, and make, and make sure Adam films you fishing. That's the skit. Yeah, I will. Um... Born again, Bear. Apologies for being a day late and a dollar short. A super chat yesterday. So I was thinking about how the eastern conglomerate of nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, have the acronym BRICS. And I realized how their western counterpart, Israel, Canada, the United States, and Mexico, is I come. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I like that you figured that one out. 
And don't forget that we're now selling tickets for the festival at BertariTimes.events.com. Bill, BB, I'm an amateur bodybuilder at only five foot seven at times. Where my ego is lifted a little too much, I imagine you standing next to me, patting me on the head, and it always centers me. That's hilarious, dude. 5'7 isn't like shockingly short. That's only an inch shorter than average. You know, for me, I'm always freaked. I do get a little jumpy around guys that are like 5'3, like Joe Rogan, or three foot, three inches, three inch, 3.33 inches tall, one Chinaman's limp. Because it's just, it's just jarring, you know, just to see their big head basically just floating there, like around your, around your waist, you know, and that's probably why Rogan started becoming a bit of a homo is he kept just bumping into guys and their dicks just kept hitting him in his mouth. And so finally he was like, you know what? Let's just be gay. I saw the coolest thing today. A Protestant church used their tithe money to buy all the church members debts and held a Jubilee debt. Burning ceremony. Thought it was amazing. I saw that too. I think they bought 3.3 million, right? Am I right about that? Something to look into. I, it, whenever you see stuff like that, uh, be a little skeptical. That's all I'm saying. Great. You know, who did they buy? Like, who paid for it and why? And what do they get in return if it even happened? I'm not trying to buzzkill you, but let me, uh, kind of, why don't you check it out? Is it 3.3 3 million? Oh, how dare you? It's, it's a fucking gang symbol, guys. All right, Demon Hunter Bear. My Volkswagen was in the shop for repairs for the last three days, and so I needed a, loan, a Losner. Loner. The loner, of course, was a Soob. Paying away three days worth of gay. Good for you. Robert says, Fahrenheit, unfortunately, is gay. Here's why. The Butt Boys made the freezing temp 32 and then added 66.6 degrees for the average human temp of 98.6. That is a really good point. I got to give you that, man. Fahrenheit is pretty satanic and gay. <sighs> Jesse, paying my gay away, buildings are just so easy to enter. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Bud Bear, paying Anomaly's gay away for his flower shirt. Also, Bowler Bear for using the phrase dropping digital panties. Uh, did he say that? Andrew with a big one. The Trump church bit yesterday had me dying laughing. That was brilliant, dude. Best stream on the internet. Carolina Bear 119. Thank you very much. I appreciate being appreciated. Scott says, yesterday's stream was goddamn hilarious. I had to send an entropy since you told everyone to fuck themselves. I was belly laughing on the floor. Thanks, BB. P.S. Everyone else can fuck themselves. I agree completely. Stitch Music says, uh, sorry you were headbutted by your goat. I remember when mine ate the screen door off the farmhouse. Mom was not happy. No, they're, he's a little dick. Brenda, spare shekels. Cheers for the comedy. Thank you. Or no, Brendan. Argent, Agent Argent Bear, crying laughing from the Trump church bit. Thank you, Big Bear. Anytime. Dr. Bob, a couple letters on the way. Please, sir, my gay, please, please, sir, my gay way. Honk. <laughs> Two acre on D Bear, best comedy there is. Right on my phone while I paint. Nickels for the effort. Onward to airships. Indeed. Midgets freak me out. Yeah, I used to uh, be friends with a midget. And man, every time I'd shake his hand, it was fucking so intense. United States small Trinity Moravian church cancels 3 million in medical debt amongst poor people. Kaiten, I think it's 3.3. Hang on a second. Moravian. One second. Moravian church 
If it's not 3.3, I will. Uh, yeah, 3.3 million. Yeah, it's. I think it's horseshit. All right. Oh, really? I'll tell you how wires work, guys. Because somebody was saying, because I, I posted about the Holocaust situation. Yeah, red flag. Yeah, it's like they canceled 3.3 million in debt. Yeah, who paid it? Oh, how dare you? How dare you question? The, the worse the lie is, this is why the Holocaust spell works or Sandy Hook or 9-11 or any of it. It's because normal, good, compassionate people, like normal, compassionate people won't question it. Because what if they're wrong? That's why the bigger the lie, the easier it is to hide. If somebody's like, I was kidnapped by the Nazis and raped in my ass and I was I had forced to eat a baby and they turned me into soap. and I, Everybody's like, I can't question that because like, what if he's wrong? Okay. Uh, I'm not normal or compassionate, so I can question it, no problem. Members of the Trinity in the U.S. state of North Carolina purchased over $3 million from some 3,000 local residents' medical bills and debt canceling itself. This was made possible by a partnership between Debt Jubilee Project, the focusing on paying off the past due medical bills of residents. Let's take a look at that. Who owns who owns Debt Jubilee Project? Debt Jubilee Project, changing the world. Let's take a quick look about how it works. Struggling with medical debts. Uh, partner with us about Trinity Moravian Church. Yeah, this is total horseshit. We're familiar with how debts are collected. I bet you are. Oh, so you're just shitting on anything that's... After a few months without payment, the creditor will often get... Okay, who owns it? It's a scheme. Oh, it's a total scheme. It wouldn't be in the news if it wasn't a scheme. Have you seen anybody ever talk about what we do with Bertaria ever? No, because it's real. Why isn't Tucker Carlson like, hello, everybody, welcome to Tucker Carlson. So they've started a decentralized social media platform where you can just post really good shit. Trinity 333 encoded nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it's all encoded. Household income is less than 4X to federal part. Who owns this place? It says about how it works, struggling medical partner with us, about Trinity Moravian Church. Uh, it's outside of Winston. Oh, it's also in Salem. That's interesting. For over a century, where they focus on serving God by serving others. Our neighborhood is the most diverse with one mile church building. It's one third Latino, one third African-American and one third white. Guys, if you can't see the, the spell craft in this shit, you're a retard. 50 years ago, a small group of Trinity members started a clothing closet. It's called Sun, Sunnyside Ministry. Yeah, I call horse, and it's all uh, it's all rainbow. Look at this. Given the current uh, the current environment of what's happening, do you think that this might mean something? Hang on a second. Man, Sunnyside Freedom School, all rainbow colors, huh? I know I've seen freedom and rainbow somewhere else. So who exactly paid the three point three million to the Trinitarians? Most recently, in Trinity, city with dwellings emerged. Our latest ministry of service, Debt Jubilee Project, seeks to purchase and forgive medical debt that is crippling families in the triad. All these threes. 
We are aware that until some major changes happen in our nation, we will be an ongoing need. So like these other ministries, we hope that decades, and I guarantee people go, oh, you hate Christ. You hate the Lord. I'm, I call total horseshit. Well, that means you hate the Lord. Okay, guys. Guys, these guys are joking. Look at this. This is... <laughs> Sorry for laughing, but uh, this is also on their website. I want you, and it's Jesus' Uncle Sam. Well done, Trinity Moravian. Way to go. Oh, you see, sir, you're ruining it. The neophytes don't see it. Let them scrum. Partnering with Dead Jubilee Project is easy. Your congregation can have a fundraiser. Oh, I bet they can. Churches, synagogues, and mosques. Interesting. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Grant-making organizations. Um... Okay, well, what a gay, stupid fucking thing that is. Anyway, oh, well, you, you buzz killed my hope. Your hope should not be with these people, guys. Okay, this is retarded. Like, stop falling for retard shit. Bummer, says Rudiment Bear. It's not a bummer. It's just, it's a constant grabble. Dad always said nothing in life is free. There's always a price to pay, yeah. A third white associated with us fallen angels. <laughs> it's the most diverse area in the one town associated with Richcraft. Welcome to Salem Trinity. <laughs> oh, you question it means you hate people in medical debt. That's how it works, dude. Yeah, the Holocaust doesn't make a lot of sense. That means you hate Jew and you hate everyone who's dead. No, dude, it doesn't work on me, guys. It doesn't work on me. I don't know. Maybe I was just born with some special retard quality, but I just, I'm like, uh, does no one see? Cause it, it's, cause I'm a very hopeful guy. I'm like an incredibly white pilled guy. I'm serious. Like I'm not, not, I'm super fucking hopeful. I'm so hopeful. I, I mound up giant piles of shit, hoping it's going to become soil. And it does. It's like magic. Oh, uh, well you sir have no hope. Donald Trump. Eternal optimist. I am an optimist. All right, Kyneton. Final super chats, please. Let's move on. And every time Kyneton's really late, it's like, hey, Kyneton, where the fuck are you? That's when I'm disappointed. The slide whistle goes up too. Oh yeah, what do I do when the slide whistle goes up? Uh, they'll buy the debt cheap and negotiate it down for profit. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Kyneton. I'm disappointed. Where's my super chats? Here they are. Yeah, it's my spirits are this. I've been waiting for two hours for that. Oh, really?
this one. <laughs> natural whistle player. I've never done that before. You're going to get so good at that. Yeah. Maybe you're fucking players out bags. Wish you were doing a slide. Wish you were here on a slide whistle. How about this? No, I gotta do like a, a theme, like. Amazing Grace. That's for creepy stories, the vibrator. Yeah, it's like. This is what's going on in Jacobet's head all day long, every day. Oh, Danny boy. Ah, it's kind of gay. My heart will go on.
All right. Do you have the fifties? You have no O's is right here. Okay, Kyneton, any super chats? Right, let's say some other good songs to play. How about, uh, here's some, is this all we got right here? The D Live? Thanks for all the super chats today. It was, today was quite a generous day. Several instruments still needed for the full effect. Toto. That's kind of gay, Guyton. Uh, you'll have to drain the spit soon. No, I won't. It stays. Right, maybe I should. I don't spit. Raise the snake out of the basket. Uh, condensation. Your face is making me laugh. Pay the gateway. Okay, that's enough of that. I really, uh, I really indulged myself a lot. Final super chat here. Choppy Bear, musically amb ambitious. Great stuff. Thank you. That stuff, the song of the snake. It is. Uh, what's another song of the snake here? Step the song of the snake. Oh yeah, it goes. I got, I know what I'm gonna do. I start a little high.
That was fucking beautiful. I nailed it. All right, hey, we got gray. Everyone's got gray. The fucking bigger, the stick, the faggot. But you can do the bike shot uh, better than the Hendrix. I think so too. I'm dead serious. More slide. Yes, we're gonna need more slide whistle, baby. I got a fever, and the only medicine is the slide whistle. Ah, uh, bravo, BB. Anytime. That one was for the Jew. Everyone has grit. Even the niggers, the faggots, the cunts, the queers, the specks, the dykes, the gooks, the dagos, the wops, the fucking slatty, slopey, jinky, dog, gated cunt. Cock of the walk, baby. When you Done. Well, I'll be wearing gold-plated diapers. <clears throat> what does that even mean? It's got to get more gong. The cock of the walk. When you're done. Well, I'll be wearing gold-plated diapers. Gonna need more gong. Okay. That's going to be it for me today. Time to land the plane. Oh, no, I have one uh, letter. Sorry about that. Hail Owen. Bear, let's just relax. I know I was just getting very racial. Kikes. Fucking bigger. Dang it. All right. Hail Owen. Bearest of bears. Of biggers with a hard R. Oh, how dare you hard R me. Port Bear. Thanks for all the laughs. I enjoyed the governments are just gang stream the other day. I saw graffiti with Trump one on an overpass yesterday. Racketeering and corruption while taking out competition. Great analogy. Thank you. I'm quite good at this. Oh, Jesus. Amazing stream, BB. Thank you for both yourself and God. Thank you. My grandpa wants his own grit whistle. How was, uh, what's a big uh, boomer song? this one
Okay. Uh, there was enough room on that door. Some people call me Morrissey. Fly me to the moon, Bohemian Grove, Rhapsody. Uh, tip for the whistle skills. Fantastic. Anytime, Hitch. Thank you. All right. Paying the gay away for watching you play with dolls. For the jorts, however, I will not be making a payment. As I'm sure you're aware, black denim is no homo. Black denim is no homo. Okay. We got a new guy at work, Tyrone, as you yet have been unable to determine whether or not he is capable of operating shoeaces. He wears slip-ons. Well, a bit late, the chimes might work well for synchronicities. They recently removed the forests across the highway for more low-income housing. Bike thief numbers will skyrocket. Mmm, oh Jesus, he said rocket. <laughs> I know the clear delineation of our fence line may not be enough to keep chicken grease off the nephew's bicicleta. A hedge or fence slats may be in order to avert their gaze. You said gaze. Feeling a strong urge to blacksmith has me in the works of planning a shop in back. Though genealogical leanings, I find this yearning for metalwork may be hereditary. Indeed. No mo, ho, yeah, no homo equals so homo. Good one, uh, Simone and Poppy. I even found uh, some left Holland fleeing the church. Many participated in both sides of the revolution. Oh, I know. Think about it. America was founded, by the way, of people fleeing the fucking church. Oh, how dare you? Only through Jesus. Really? Yeah, I'm a little suspect. I suspect, I suspect fence hopping. Your, uh, your supposition regarding individuals squandering ancestral wealth, I found to be all too accurate here. Felons, an example found among my records, the proudest Briton of the 13th century is William de Kilbourne of Kilbourne Manor, Yorkshire. Though not possessed of vast estates, his disposition for show caused him to outstrip all the men in the North England in the parade of his in equipage, equipage and the simple, I can't understand these words, entertainments. King John and his ready returned from the Northern Wars were received and entertained by him with such gorgeous and profuse hospitality as to excite the envy of that vain and pompous monarch who remarked to his security after departure, the king will tolerate no rival with his right knight. I don't know. Oh, roll it tight. I don't know any of these words. The king died soon thereafter or his thrent throne. Do you just spell his thrent may have been executed upon his unsuspecting host. Though needed it, if not vengeance, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm moving on. Okay, and best wishes because luck is for faggots. Mayflower Sunbear, P.S. Guys drink water. You drink water. You are, or no, gays drink water. You drink water, therefore you are gay. Thank you for that. It never hurts to call me gay. Sometimes I do need to pay it away for drinking water. I hadn't realized that gays drink water. 
I drink water. Therefore, logic will tell me that I'm fucking gay. Okay, that's it for me today. Kind to any final super chats. Am I, was I not charging my phone this whole time? Oh, no, I was. Good. Hang on one second. So in conclusion, uh, my Twitter has been very lit. I've been educating. I got a, a lemon on DLive. So, Cod, how are numbers looking? So I'm guessing Rumble's looking good. How's DLive? Is, are people wandering into DLive? Unauthorized is always strong. Is DLive um, Reddit clip? Yeah, dude, I don't mind the Reddit clipping stuff that makes me look hilarious. Because uh, they, they don't have a sense of humor. Like, do you think I'm actually saying you're a gay man for going into a building? Like, that's, that's fucking retarded. 1900 live peak today, decentralized. Nice. That's great. That is a great number. That's a giant theater. And so you guys should definitely come to the event, which is BertariaTimes.events. I will be doing stand-up again for the first time by then in four years. And my first set back to stage, I will record it as an hour special. Let's see you do that, Hollywood comedian fucking sellout bitches. You got to do like a thousand sets and have all your little grabbers rewrite all your jokes. <laughs> Not me. Don't get me wrong. I'm nervous. But I am going to go up with at least an hour material for the first fucking time I've ever said it ever. And we will be recording it. And I will put it on the internet. And it'll be funnier than anything you do on fucking Netflix. But I haven't walked into a building since, so it's not good to walk into one. Yeah, I mean, you, I, mean I, I, I hate having to explain the jokes. But if Reddit needs it, I'll let you know. Walking into a building is not a confirmation that you're a homosexual man. Okay? I'm, I'm kind of joking. It, it, it's a red flag. You know, it's a red fucking flag. I'll tell you that. I think you have more than an hour. You've been off stage. Oh, yeah. I'll probably do like two hours and just bump everyone else. Poor Anchor Bear won't even be able to sing his gay little songs. I'm just kidding. I won't, I won't do that. He'll definitely bring the heat. Uh, I think we should have big music Friday and then my show on Saturday and then more music after my show. And I think DJ Dirt Buckets is going to perform. That's Coddington, obviously. And then Sunday is speakers. That is, this is what I, how I think it's going to work now. Sunday is going to be uh, speakers about homesteading and community building. I'll do a Q&A. But I want, dude, I want comedy. I want to do comedy again. And I'm not just going to fucking talk about planting tomatoes the whole fucking weekend. I'm doing comedy and we are going to set up a tent. It's going to be like 16 and older. It's not going to be subversive, but I am going to do comedy. Like I'm not going, like there will be things that are not suitable for children for sure. And now I encourage you all to bring all your families, but that's no problem. Just go camp, like just be at the other. That's why having 150 acres is the fucking move because we can do our comedy show you guys can still be camping with the families, and it's a win-win. Sunday isn't going to be a full-day church. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? Oh, how dare Jesus? Jesus saved you, so I could say how dare you? Without Donald Trump, 
We can't beat the deep state. Here is some Coldplay and a cracker of flesh. How dare you? Jim Bob is a saint now. He likes to make pizza pedo art, but he knows Jesus Christ. Jesus wanted me to have an airplane, and I will sell your debt to Jews from Spain. Okay, live audience live stream. I don't know. I'll think about. I don't think so. I don't think we're gonna do live streaming from the event. Maybe though. Without three, there can't be a one. This is the the bad math that makes people dumb. One makes three. Three makes one. Congratulations, you're now dumb. <laughs> one is three, three is one, if you believe that you're now dumb. Oh, how dare you? You're saying Christ our Lord is dumb? Shitty, poopy, naughty help with because you said three is not one. Oh my god, I'm gonna tell my youth page about you, and then he's gonna spam your Twitter because you're okay. Real quick, if you think I'm actually going to hell for eternity, why rub it in? This is why I know they're all full of shit. Well, A, because of the COVID reaction, and B, because wouldn't you be like, man, that's brutal. Why is it like, you're going to hell, I'm not going there. It's like, if you think I'm going to be tortured for the rest of eternity and fire because I don't think one is three and three is one, why, why don't you just feel bad for me? I mean, it's like, why, why are you so mad at me? Like, wouldn't you be like, just like, okay. Okay, the tent is, oh yeah, yeah. Event starts Friday. Yeah. Almost done with the campground members web app. We'll be adding people incrementally over the next week. Um, so everybody that donated to the campground will be on a web app. So you'll have uh, your ticket access, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be a completely clean weekend. No booze, no... Uh, you know, nothing that is not family oriented. The one time that is not family oriented, and that is my hour special in the tent. Now, it's not going to be satanic. It's not going to be something that uh, is subversive or anything even close to what you watch on Netflix. But I will not guarantee that there will not be uh, uh, obscenities and adult conversations. Yeah, Jacobet. If, if Jacobet needs to drink, he can, he can do it in a closet and not show anybody. Because their youth pastor mask won't work unless you wear yours. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't care at all. If you don't believe it's not... If you don't believe it's not real for me... Hava Nagila Hava Nagila Hava Nagila Hey Israel 
Come forth, lots of fun, and now we have won. We own your debt, and you're officially gay. Come forth, all right, here we go. Will you be served? Oh yeah, there's gonna be uh, food, there's gonna be banquets, there's gonna be, uh, what's it called? Uh, those food trucks and all that shit. All right, I gotta go. For singing along to my heart will go on, Jacobat. Oh, you're gonna need to pay more than three bucks. D-Live runs like silk, zero hiccups, working flawless. Awesome. Sherlock Bear, for they turned me into soap and you're going to the shitty poopy hell place. Thank you. Yeah, I've been fucking crushing lately. DB, I donated for a ticket but can't make it. Do I need to let anyone on the team know that we will not make it? We will uh, We'll figure all that out because we will determine. There is going to be a cutoff time when you can't buy tickets anymore because we have to set up infrastructure, all kinds of shit. It's going to be in a fucking tent. Imagine if it's like storming, like the rain's coming down. We're doing stand-up in a tent. Oh, my God, the energy is going to be off the charts. All right, guys, unauthorized.tv, entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruiting, boys.